coming up on today's swim episode. When you get ready to sit down and start working on your material, especially if you're using a lot of digital related stuff, don't start doing updates to your software, to your computer, to plugins when you sit down to create. When it's creation time, please resist that urge. This is Swim Success with Music. on everybody this is walt and you are listening to swim success with music this is a podcast for singers songwriters beat makers music students producers we are all about the music life and this podcast is designed to help you get better at your craft at creating and who knows maybe monetizing your musical abilities hey welcome again to the show i'm very happy that you are listening to what we're doing out there And today I'm going to get to some tips that I have that will help you be more efficient when it comes to songwriting, specifically getting things done a lot faster when producing and songwriting. And before we get into that, know that today's show is brought to you by the Swim Master Melody Course. The Swim Master Melody Course. If you go over to our main page, successwithmusic.com, At the very top there, you will see a button you can click to check out our Swim Master Melody course. This is a paid online audio-based music course that will show you the secrets to creating a phenomenal melody, not just by accident, but every single time. Whether you know it or not, a highly effective melody has a formula. Learn the formula from the master Melody course. Check us out over at successwithmusic.com. All right, so for today's episode, I want to touch on a topic that is really near and dear to my heart. So at the beginning of the year, I put out some music online through digital distribution channels, typical stuff. And you guys, if you're familiar with that, you, you know how that works. So as I got started in the year, I'm like, you know what, this year I'm going to release more music than I than I ever have. I'm just going to just every a uh, few weeks, I'm just going to be dropping new material, putting new stuff out there. And um, yeah, I put that one song out. <laughs> I got song number two ready to go. And I just, I don't know, man, I just started to slow down substantially. I had a phenomenal song idea. I'm still working on the song, by the way. So that kind of tells you something here. But the song, song number two, just really not, it really never got out of the gate. And at some point in time, I realized that, man, my, my goal of getting music out and pushing music out, pushing content out, it slowed down substantially. So here's the thing. I've learned that when I'm delaying and getting music out there, when I'm delaying on songwriting or I don't want to say delaying, but maybe going very slow, I've identified a lot of killers to progress when it comes to the creative flow. And again, I want to share some of those with you today. And I'm kind of, again, basing this off of my own experience, but I found that some of the things I've experienced, you guys probably have as well. So let's go ahead and get to it. All right. So if you have aspirations of getting your first single out there or you're working on a new single or an EP or a full album or whatever, you got to actually get some stuff done. I mentioned this in one of the previous episodes, if not episodes, that I work with one of my artists and 
one of the things I'm always telling her is to move things along. Stop delaying, stop waiting, get content out. Yes, I'm being a hypocrite because I'll give her that information. And then meanwhile, I just found myself as of late just being ultra slow in getting things done. And I've realized over time, getting things done slowly in music is an absolute killer. The reason for that is when you're really excited about an idea, you're really jacked about an idea, it's really best to jump on that idea and work on it because you're excited about it. But the longer it hangs around on your computer, on your phone or whatever else it may be, you hear it a lot and you start to question yourself. You start to doubt like, ah, is it really that hot? And then there, are the, the worst situation is when you hear something else like it out there, you think, shoot, man, this idea is already taken. Or you can go the other direction and feel like ah, this is kind of old. Maybe it's outdated. Well, it may not be outdated. It just may be that you've heard it so many times um, and you've procrastinated so much to where the song seems like it has no more relevance. So speed in the creation process is an incredibly important thing. All right, so let's go ahead and get to a list today of things that will help you write songs, produce songs faster. Now, I have a pretty long list, so I need you to listen very, very closely. All right, let's do it. All right, so let's talk about things that will help you create your song faster. The first tip, make sure that you start with some type of typical structure for your song, meaning maybe on your computer, on a piece of paper, in your DAW, come up with a basic song structure. And you can start with a typical song structure, meaning you would have, let's say, your chorus or your hook, and then verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, and maybe chorus, chorus. If you can just simply lay that out on a piece of paper or in your phone or in your DAW, sometimes just having that template for a song will help you flesh things out a lot faster, meaning having structure. So in other words, if you start to get some lyrics to the song or some a beat to the song or whatever, maybe you can kind of visually look and say, all right, that can go over here to the bridge or over here to the chorus. And maybe if you start to develop some portion of the chorus, You can go ahead and copy and paste the content throughout the song. The point being is that if you lay out a structure for your song ahead of time and you begin to cut and paste some of the parts, especially in the chorus, it may make you feel that you're getting somewhere. You're making progress. So just having structure alone before you start can be very helpful. And if you get some lyrics that kind of flow through your head, you can say, all right, can this go on the bridge or go or go in the um, the verse. And again, it allows for those thoughts, those lyrics, that inspiration as it comes out to have a place to go. All right, let's move on to the next tip. Try to figure out in your song what you want to communicate. So this song that I mentioned at the beginning of the show that I was working on, my second song here that I was trying to push out, I knew, well, let me back up. I had the chorus. That part wasn't the problem. The verses, for some reason, I wanted to kind of get into detail and kind of flesh out the chorus by way of the verse. For some reason, I felt like I had the toughest time songwriting for the verse. What I did one day, 
I, I stopped trying to create lyrics and I just simply sat down at the computer one day and said, okay, what is the point of this song? So instead of songwriting, I was almost doing like, um, headline saying, okay, this song is, is to communicate this. And then this, I kept making bullet points. So as I did that exercise, it forced me to have more of a focused mindset when writing. So instead of just having lyrics, just kind of wander off and trying to, you know, force things into the rhyming pattern and things like that. I'm like, okay, Walt, what are you trying to say? When someone hears this verse, what should they get out of it? And then I start to look at the first verse as compared to the second verse. And typically, and and this is kind of a side note here, in songs, I like the story to develop. So whatever happens in the first verse, I want to build upon that idea in the second verse or maybe expound on that idea or go further or go or add more detail or have some type of logical progression when it comes to the second verse. So again, just sitting down and outlining what is the point of the song? What is the theme of the song? What is the feel of the song? What do I, what kind of emotions am I trying to put out there with this song? All right, let's move on to the next tip with respect to helping you get your songs done faster. Keep your recorder handy. Meaning, you know, on your phone, if you have a recording app at your studio, you know, of course, just have an area where you can just quickly load up maybe a scratch section or scratch session where you can quickly just throw out some vocals or maybe just plug in your guitar really quickly and get things done. This may be one of the obvious ones, but I'm telling you that sometimes I miss this. So there are many times where, you know, inspiration will strike and I'll try to sing that melody over and over again. Let's say I'm out, I don't know, at the grocery store or whatever. Instead of just trying to sing it over and over again so I can try to learn my own part, just whip out your phone and just record it. And a step further, on my phone, I created a shortcut. So if my screen is like on lock mode, I'll go ahead and flip up to the icon for my recorder. So if your phone allows for that, Make it ultra easy just to quickly whip out your phone and find that recording app to get the idea out. I can't tell you how many times where I feel like I have this absolute killer like line or vocal or melody or part and I'm kind of humming it over and over again. And sure enough, music from elsewhere will show up. It can be the TV. I can be in the mall and the music start playing or sure enough, someone will, you know, call me or what have you while I'm trying to do things. So the point is, always try to be very quick on the draw in recording that idea. And that way, those pieces, those parts, those melodies, when you get back to the studio, you can actually move things along a lot faster. As another tip, try not to do everything at one time when writing your music. Here's what I mean. You're trying to figure out the rhythm. You're trying to figure out the melody. And you're also doing the lyrics together. Those are very distinct things. And I've been guilty of trying to nail all three when I'm creating a song. So for instance, if I'm creating, let's say a chorus, I may have the words and I may have like a melody, but as I'm singing it, I'm like, ah, this sounds kind of plain. So then I may try to, to, to maybe syncopate the rhythm, you know, for, for that, for that chorus. And then as I'm doing that, I'm like, ah, you know, those words, I mean, is that too wordy? And then I'm tinkering with the words. And then after that, I'm like, ah, this melody though, I mean, like, 
is there any kind of pattern there? And does it even match with the chord progression? And then I'm tinkering with the actual note selections. The point is, if you're trying to juggle all three of these things at one time and trying to make these things work together perfectly when you're creating your song, you can find yourself getting hung up and going in circles over and over and over again. I highly recommend maybe just drafting the melody alone. Just pick your notes out, find out what key you're going to be in and just pick your melody or have some semblance of a melody because I know that lyrics can change uh, the melody, and then those lyrics can change the rhythm if you if you follow what I'm saying. But again, I think it's very good to just deal with one component at a time. And I mentioned at the very top of the show for the melody specifically, if you're looking for ideas as to how to get that done, please check out our Swim Master Melody course. All right, let's go on to the next tip. Try to set a deadline for yourself. My problem was when I started the year, I told myself, hey, I have to get the song out by the end of the month. Sure enough, I went ahead, got my song taken care of, did the mixing, handled the mastering. I was good to go. And then when I started working on song number two, I really didn't put a strong deadline out there. I just kind of like, hey, you know, I want to get it done within the month. And then the month went by and it just never happened. So try to create a strong deadline for yourself. One thing that will probably build in some accountability for you is if you start to tell people, hey, my song is going to be dropping next month on whatever day, or you do like a pre-release, guess what? You have to hustle up to make that date happen. So if you need some accountability, maybe start telling people, hey, next month, next week, this summer, this fall, what have you, new materials dropping. But try to put deadlines and force yourself to finish. If you don't, if you don't specifically, who else will? So sometimes creating artificial deadlines will aid you in getting that thing done. All right, going back to lyric writing, um, when I was working through my song and trying to figure out the lyrics, I would write something down. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then I'll write something else down. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And then I'll write something else down. I'm like, that's awesome. And then I'll go back and then I'll erase something and then I'll keep the good stuff. Here's the point. Keep everything. Don't get in the habit of deleting and erasing things. So this song that I was talking about or alluding to at the beginning of the episode, my lyric sheet now is like beyond two pages. And the reason is I'm not deleting any ideas. I'm leaving everything out there. And when I did that, I realized that, oh, wait a minute, line number two may match up with, at this point, line number 17. And that can be one of my stanzas in my my verse or whatever. So the point is, keep everything because you never know how those lyrics as they're coming out may fit with something else. And you may wind up being able to move things around. You could have your song right in front of you. So keep everything. Make sure you don't get in the habit of just deleting things. All right, next, stop spending time on the perfect snare or maybe the perfect patch or the perfect um, reverb at the beginning. So there are times where I'll sit down, I'll, I'll fire up my session. I'm like, all right, let's, uh, let's, let's create something new. And then I load up my project. I'm like, all right, we're going to just use like a little basic beat so I can start creating. And next thing you know, I'm like, ah, that 808's not hitting hard enough. Man, that snare, should I go acoustic or electronic? 
And the next thing you know, I've spent a half an hour just listening to snare samples. Don't do that. Just put something basic in there and go for it. Same thing with patches. You start with a synth piece or a piano. You're like, uh, upright piano, grand piano, reverb. Uh, and the next thing you know, you're off looking at all kinds of instrument patches. If the goal is to sit down to start writing, don't get caught in the trap of playing around with sounds. Just get a rough framework for what you want to do. Get your tempo set up, get a basic beat, choose a basic patch, and start creating. If you're using a digital audio workstation, we all know you can swap out that sound for something else later. Another point, stop getting lost in the mixing process or maybe you're out there doing some early mastering. Again, I'm, I'm guilty of this where I'll start with a few tracks, start with a few parts, and next thing you know, I'm in there panning, volume, ah, throw compression on it. Oh, let me go to the master bus, limiter. And all of a sudden, I'm spending all of this time on nuancing the sound. That can be done much later. The biggest thing that needs to happen is you simply need to get the ideas out, not tweaking the ideas, going through mixing and mastering, EQing in the perfect volume and all that stuff. Just leave it alone. Another thing here, and I'm kind of taking the the previous points, I'm going just to a finer edge here. Resist the urge to micro edit. So the other day, right, I'm working on this track and I'm playing the bass guitar on this track. And I'm doing some pretty fast uh, patterns on the bass, like 16th notes, and the song is pretty fast, but I want it to be clean. Mind you, I'm in the songwriting phase. So I'll listen to it. I'm like, ah, that's kind of sloppy. That's kind of sloppy. What do I do? I get in there and start splitting up my transients. And then I start playing around with them, quantizing my transients. And then I'm like, okay, is my bass in tune? Is that one note in tune? And hey, that little slide there was a little sloppy. And mind you, I'm working with 16th notes and I had like, I don't know, maybe eight bars of the bass. There were tons of little transients in there. An hour later, I finally got that bass perfect. I mean, it was just on the money, quantized, pretty. But when I went back at the beginning, I'm like, all right, man, let's listen to this masterpiece. And I played it. I'm like, I don't think I even like the bass in this part. Now, mind you, I spent all of that time working on the quantizing of the of the transients. It was a waste of time. I should have just left the bass raw. I could have waited later when I was like at the mixing stage to go through and do all those finer edits, a pure waste of time, like an hour, like seriously, no joke. Next tip. Save your routing, save your plug-in configurations. Most of us, we're working with digital audio workstation, your DAWs, right? I'm so guilty of this. I'll go into the studio and I'm like, ah, you know what? Today I'm record some vocals or I'm, I'm going to record the bass like I just talked about. And it, it's, it's kind of stupid, but I've done this so many times where I'll go in there, grab the bass, plug it in. And then I'm like, all right, so on my DAW, I'm like, all right, got to get, uh, I don't know, let's get some amp simulator. And then I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to tune my bass. I throw in the tuning plug in and then I'm trying to find some other effects. And before I get to all of that, I got to make sure that my digital audio workstation is recording the signal from where I have my quarter inch jack plugged in. Hey, that's channel number three. So I got to select that within the track. 
The point is, I've done this like over and over and over again when I've gone into the studio as opposed to simply saving that as a template so that the next time I come in, just simply just select the base template and all those things are fired up and put into that track. And again, this is about me now, but I'm hoping that you'll learn about my experience. I'm like, when do I ever play guitar in my studio and I don't need the tuner? I'm always using the tuner or the tuning plugin. Why, do I, why am I always loading that up into the session? It's a pure waste of time. Same thing with vocals. If you're recording your vocals and you know that you always use compression or gate or whatever, why don't you just simply create a template for that? So when you get ready to knock out some vocals, you just drag that in or open it up and you're good to go and you're not searching for the same plugins that we all use over and over again. Next recommendation, always do the save your project as whatever. What I mean by that is I was working on a track the other day and I'm working on it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not feeling where this is going. My inclination was just to delete everything. This is kind of similar to the the tip I gave earlier about the lyrics, but this deals with the whole project. So when you are working on a project and you're just not feeling it, save it as something else, meaning, you know, version two, version whatever, version not sure, and then go to something else. Always try to archive ideas, even if you have just a change of heart in terms of just your creative direction. Keep an archive of that. I can't tell you how many times where I may walk away from something for about a month or a week. It could be like a year later and I'll pull up a track. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm like, oh, you know, this is kind of hot. I'm like, why didn't I finish that? Well, it may have been at the time it was just getting on my nerves and I just had fatigue on it and I just gave up. Always keep your ideas. You may not want the whole project later, but there may be an element of something. You may play something like on your guitar or you may sing something in the way where you can sample yourself. Always try to keep your content. So in the future, you can create material a lot faster by leaning on ideas you already have in the archives. Another thing here, try to keep the overthinking down. I mentioned this a bit earlier in the episode. If you don't get to your song soon, you're going to start overthinking things, potentially. I know for me, I start thinking about the fact that, hey, this song kind of sounds like X, Y, and Z, or I hear something on the radio like, hey, maybe I should add that effect in, or maybe I should use that tempo. Maybe I should use, and then next thing you know, I'm off on another tangent. So This tip is kind of uh, not a very concrete one, but hopefully you understand where I'm going with this. Stop overthinking, just create. You always have the option of changing later, but for now, just push through. All right, next tip. I highly recommend using a timer when you're sitting down for the creative process. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I'm not really in the writing mood I'm not really feeling music that particular day, or I may not be feeling that song. So once I get my session loaded up or just my basic things that I want to use, let's say I have my drum kit loaded up or my bass guitar template up or whatever, I'll set a timer. I'm like, okay, you know what? 30 minutes, all I'm doing is just working on this chorus or the the intro or whatever. Pick a part of the song. But if you can just dedicate your mind to uninterrupted focus for 30 minutes, 
I think you'll get a lot done. And a lot of times within that time frame, my mind starts to kick in, ideas start to kick in, and things just progress on from there. So if you are looking to get things moving quickly, just have focused little blocks of time where you just get through some things. Maybe the stuff that you're really avoiding. Like in my instance, as I mentioned before, my verses were just bugging me. So I'm like, all right, 30 minutes, that's all I'm focused on. I'm not going to do the easy stuff. I'm going to take care of the hard stuff. All right, so this next one is a huge time saver with respect to productivity. When you get ready to sit down and start working on your material, especially if you're using a lot of digital related stuff like uh, you know software, plugins, that type of thing, please, please, please focus. Don't start doing updates to your software, to your computer, to plugins when you sit down to create. When it's creation time, please resist that urge. I can tell you I've been guilty of breaking this rule so many times. So I I say to myself, all right, man, at eight o'clock, I'm going to sit down, bang out this song, open up my digital audio workstation. And it's like, hey, by the way, a new version is available. I'm like, what? And then I'm over there like updating the, the software. And then I'm like, so what's new in this version? And then I'm looking through the notes. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, well, maybe I should check and see if my, my plugins are up to date. Sure enough, new update is available for plugins. I'm like, what? And then I'm doing that. And then all of a sudden I realize that the thing that loads up the plugins and like the little update center, I'm like, well, that needs to be updated. And then I'm looking at the plugin manufacturer like, oh, shoot, they have new sounds. And then all of a sudden I'm over there like, well, let me see if they have any coupon codes for this new patch. Three hours later, I haven't done anything whatsoever as it relates to music. I'm just out here updating my software. And we all know how it works, man. When you're updating your plugins and your software, it's never a meg's worth of information. It's like 300 gigabytes. It's like, oh, guess this is going to take about four hours. So please resist the urge to jump into software updates when it's time to create. All right, last tip for you. If you're sitting down there, you're producing, you're writing, please resist the urge to seek out tutorials. Save that for a separate time. Figure out a way to just push through. So let me go back to that bass guitar story and the transients. What I didn't mention, I was trying to figure out, is there a way to automate the audio clip to where it can quantize and line up right with these songs time signature and the rhythm in my 16th note grid. And then sure enough, I got distracted. So I start Googling and then I'm like, all right, how do you do the transients and the quantizing? And the point is I went on this massive rabbit trail. Next thing you know, I'm up there on YouTube looking at videos and then in the video, they're really not answering the question. And then I finally see the right video. The video is like lasting for 15 minutes and then I'm getting lost into the video and I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't know my software can do that. I didn't know my software can do that. And before you know it, 45 minutes have gone. I now know how to quantize that audio clip and I've learned something, but I've written nothing. So please be careful that if you encounter a minor issue that you can really push past while you're going through the creative process, just jot it down, make a note of it and save that for later when you're just kind of tooling around and doing some learning. But just don't focus on that stuff because it will rob you of your productive moments while writing music. So, yeah, man, songwriting procrastination is absolutely real. I actually created a meme of this. I'll put it on this episode's page. 
so you can check it out because that's how I was feeling uh, last week when I was just sitting in the studio for a long time getting absolutely nowhere. Check it out. It's on this episode's webpage. I think you may get a good laugh out of it. And by the way, you're listening to episode 51. Hey man, I hope today you heard something that will help you get more efficiency out of your songwriting and production time. Quick reminder, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so that when we drop new content, you can get it. We're on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Subscribe. We'll keep the love going. And make sure you check out the Swim Master Melody course. Really good content there. Over an hour's worth of material, quizzes, visual aids, items that will really help you take your songwriting to the next level. Hey, I appreciate you checking us out. Please share this episode with somebody and get with us next time. Gets old. I know there's gotta be a better way for me in this life.